0: Hello and welcome to our public service podcasts. Uh, today we are delighted to welcome uh, Inspector Kirsty Wyatt to today's podcast. Hi Kirsty. Hello. How are you? I'm
1: very well, thank you. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And today we're going to, we're going to look at um, in the police and uh, have a bit of a chat about the kind of life you've had in the police, you know, how the police have been affected with COVID and obviously, um, more importantly for our students, um, not just public service students, but any students in college, you know, about opportunities in the police and the kind of skills and qualities that you need to be in the police. But first of all, you know, you've been in the police a fairly long time, you know, tell us a bit about your career.
1: I have. Um, I joined the police um, age 21, so uh, 18 years ago now, and I joined straight out of university. I um, went straight into a uniform role, which uh, back then was um, the way that you entered the police. There's different options now, which I'll go on to speak about later, but uh, straight into a uniform role. Um, Driving a marked police car, responding to 999 calls all over Lancashire. It was brilliant. Really, really good fun. Um, A steep learning curve and um, it's quite shocking. Some of the things you see, obviously you're not used to. the stuff that you end up um, going to, you first at scene to what can be some uh, real traumatic... Um, how, how do
0: you cope with stuff like that then, you know, these first unseen to these challenging um, situations?
1: You've got a really good network of people around you. You've got peer supporters. You have um, specialist people within the organisation that you can speak okay. to. We have a really good welfare department. Um, we have counsellors um even physios we have all sorts of things at uh, our hutton headquarters and it's brilliant so you've got specialist help there but you've also got the help from your team from your colleagues and they are your colleagues but they actually become really good close friends because they've got your back you've got yours and uh, you've got theirs sorry um yeah that's how i that's how i've managed Uh, yeah it's been good so um i did about four years in uniform and then I applied to go um, into CID, Criminal Investigations Department, which was a move away from um, your volume crime and dealing more with your complex and serious crime.
0: Okay.
1: Um, And I've been in, well, a detective. I've been a detective now for about 14 years. Um, I've worked in lots and lots of different roles from... Intelligence departments, managing sex offenders, uh, child protection teams, burglary and robbery teams, uh, general CID, I've been on major investigations, it's been so varied and so forful- fulfilling, and I think that's what's really good about the place is that there are so many different things you can do. You don't have to join and be a certain, be in a certain role for thirty years. There's just so much variety and scope for you to specialise.
0: So as one door closes, kind of other doors open for absolutely. you, which is, which is which is really good, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And as you said, I'm a temporary inspector at the moment. So throughout my uh, career, I've also taken opportunities to um, pass exams and uh, get promoted. So I've um, passed my exams and uh, was promoted to a sergeant a few years back. And uh, now I'm just looking at working uh, towards my inspector rank. So, again, loads of opportunities, lots of things. That's great. It is. It is. Um, it's, it's a career for life. Um, there's flexible working options. As a mum, and a mum to two young boys. So <laughs> I've been able to have um, a year off twice now um, to look after my boys and to um, enjoy that first year of the life. Um, I've returned. Uh, there's flexible um, rotors that you can work. Um, career breaks are an option for people.
0: Um, it's so good isn't it and that you know you've got the support of an employer that you know you can have you can have that time to build a family you can have that time to kind of go off and look at new things and new options and yeah. knowing that an employer there to support as well it's, it's really absolutely. good isn't it absolutely
1: you can return from anything uh for me it was like i say uh having children but um you can reduce your hours um you, there's, there's just options for you yeah. and you could even take a career break if that was something. I think you can have up to five years as a career break. Um, there's just a lot There's a lot for you.
0: There's we were talking with students today about, about how how it's such a specialised role, any role in uniform like the police and the fire service, that your employer almost goes above and beyond to, to make you feel welcome and part of something special uh, yeah. because they know the sacrifices that you have to make uh, yeah. in doing the job.
1: No, it's, it's true, um, people say you're a police officer 24 hours a day and it's true I guess because if I was walking down the street and I saw something, I saw a bag get snatched or I saw a road traffic collision, I wouldn't be able to just walk by and no. ignore what I've seen, I'd be acting there and then I've always got my eyes open, my ears open and yeah, y- yeah, you do make sacrifices but I do feel like you are adequately compensated for that it's good salaries um good pension yeah. schemes sports and social clubs for yeah. you all different
0: like I say, it's, a, it's a job for life isn't it it's once you brilliant. get into the, the police you know you can you can retire early and you know you can do 30 years and and have and a, and a nice retirement can't you
1: that's right and what we're frequently seeing now is that people are retiring after 30 years and then they're choosing to come back again um right. into the police services police staff and do um a different role, an assistant investigator role, uh, is quite common. Uh, because yes. They enjoy being a police officer so much and being part of the police family.
0: Absolutely. So your your time in the police, eighteen years, is an incredible time, you know. But you've you've probably never gone through a world pandemic previously in those eighteen yeah, years. Yeah, you know. I
1: absolutely <laughs> haven't. My goodness.
0: So COVID came along. It certainly, um,
1: it certainly did. How was
0: it? How how did how was it for the police um, during COVID?
1: When initially um, COVID arrived, so to speak, I was still off on maternity leave, uh, but my husband was a police officer and we would have conversations. I mean, his shifts were extended. There was a lot of uncertainty. Uh, by the time I returned to work, um, obviously COVID's still here, um, Blackpool was just so different. We're, we're used to lots of tourism in Blackpool. We're used to police in a nighttime economy, um, Lots of public order in the town, as you might imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For
1: alcohol, and there was nothing. There was nothing like that. It was um, very strange. Um, however, what we did see, and what unfortunately we continue to see, um, is an increase in um, reports for uh, services around mental health. Yeah. You're still getting a lot of um, calls requesting help around people suffering, and as you can imagine, with COVID, that's um, amplified. Yeah. So um,
0: It must have been difficult for police officers, you know, knowing the threat of COVID and that, you know, we yeah. were in a national lockdown, yeah. we weren't able to mingle, but people, yeah. you know, police officers had to go out and but,
1: yeah, respond
0: yeah. to yeah. things. It must have been difficult to kind of cope yeah. with and worrying for people. It
1: was, and I think people expect you to be really roughy tufty and you're a police officer, but underneath your uniform, you're a human being and your parents could be really poorly.
0: You've got families at home, you know, and, yeah. just. People, yeah people forget that don't yeah, they? Yeah
1: people were turning up to work having lost a family member uh, to covid yet they weren't they didn't have the time to grieve because they needed to wow. be blind, they needed to be um doing what doing what they do it was really hard. Oh wow. And from a supervisory position um conversations I've had with members of staff who were suffering quite significant anxiety and stress around COVID. Um, it, it's hit everyone, hasn't it? Yeah. It was hard. Um, however, there were there were differences to um, how we work and some, some things were good. I know we've had conversations before around um, some people were able to work, work from home a little bit more. Um, yeah. And we've become a little bit more efficient, I would like to think, Um, perhaps not doing things that we used to do, um, perhaps that we don't really need to do anymore. Um, From a police station point of view, um, things are very different, similar to like shops. It's one way in, one way out. One wears face masks and gloves. Um, We're all sat um, at least two metres apart from one another, Um, not going out, double crewing in cars, which we would... um, we would do on occasions yeah um so yeah um lots of change we we try and speak to people more over the telephone where appropriate um if we don't need to go and see that person face to face or go into their home then we won't do that because we don't want to put members of the public at risk we don't want to put ourselves at risk
0: no yeah, so yeah it,
1: it's really it, changed it's changed we police.
0: But it's great that the police have got the ability to kind of adapt to an ongoing situation. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not just a case of you know, down tools. We can't do our job anymore. You know, you've still got a job to do. Absolutely. We need to find the best, safest way to kind of do that job. Yeah, and you know, right. and, and you put you put things in place so you can carry on being effective in the role, which is That's which is right. what people want isn't it yeah. which is great
1: that's right i mean there were times when during the full lockdown we couldn't travel outside the force so we couldn't make arrests say in liverpool which routinely we would yeah. or we couldn't go to a forensic department uh, to hand over a submission that we might need have, needed to have done yeah. um and then obviously the coronavirus act uh, legislation that's come in which is changing uh, very frequently and Trying to get our heads around that and police that, that's been difficult. Well,
0: it seems finally you're getting the the powers to deal with it popping out. Now you've got the actual powers to to do something about it, which was lacking, I think, initially. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I'm I'm actually the lead um, for the west of uh, Lancashire for... Coronavirus um, investigations because we've been issuing ten thousand pound fines out yeah. to people who are having house parties, eighteenth birthday parties. Why
0: would you do it? I, just, I don't get it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it.
1: Yeah, um, they're, they're putting themselves at risk. They're putting our officers at risk because our officers are having to go into those homes and deal with what they're finding. Um, it's, it's sad. It's sad, but. It's uh, the-
0: must be frustrating as well. Yeah. It must be really frustrating as well because they say you you put on, your officers are being at risk exactly. having to go to that and you know exactly. and, and that's and that's that- really unfair for their families and you know for their loved ones and stuff like that. It is that's
1: right completely. So yeah.
0: Well, it- luckily, you know, it's easing now, isn't it? Things are getting better. Um, restrictions are easing. It is. Is it? Is it going back to normal? Do you think it'll ever go back to normal?
1: No, I'm what what i don't know what normal is anymore if i'm honest after covid i think there'll be a new normal i certainly think we will promote working from home a little bit more for us that can do that uh for example like your human resources uh functions um your finance departments um there's different roles we're not all um out in the public with a uniform on there's a The corporate functions, if you will, Um, and a lot of those people don't need to be at work. And actually, you're quite effective being at home. People say they get far more done. So yeah, yeah, we'll see.
0: See what. I mean, there's definitely. I mean, there's definitely positives to come out of it. You know, even from a technology point of view, you know, we're a lot more meetings now. You know, are are over the phone or via a video call, and and it's just it's more efficient and it's safer for everybody. So you know, so as, as hard as it was. You know, there's the, there's a lot of positives to come out. You know, I'd the changes of that COVID enforced.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with
0: you. Yeah. So next question: We a lot of our students were were very very lucky at the college that you know we've had quite a few public service students in 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 particular progressing to careers in the police. You know, probably ten or twelve now are, are serving officers around Lancashire, Greater Manchester, even West Yorkshire. What what do you think if we if we we're going to tell our students? the kind of skills and qualities that they would need to have for a career in the police, what would you, what would you say to them?
1: Um, I'd say the police, I mean, the, it, gosh, it's hard to answer really. I think you need, um, resilience, you yeah. need to care about people. Um, the main th- the main reason we join the police, I would suggest, is because we want to help people. I yeah. think deep down, you've got to have a real desire to help to help people, to help vulnerable people. You need to be uh, committed, um, friendly, approachable, hardworking—just qualities. N- nothing exceptional or different. You just need to be a good person and to yeah. help people. I would say there's all sorts of different um, roles in the police. I mean, we've talked about some of those corporate functions, but special constables, as a special constable, um, you don't need any qualifications. Um, You can join the police um, service um, as a special, like I say, it's 16 hours a month that you need to uh, commit to. You wear the same uniform as... um, the frontline police officers uh, you have powers of arrest as police officers um that's an option for people and the recruitment's currently open at the moment for uh, special constables and that closes uh, on the 21st of may you've also got um police officer um, police constable degree apprenticeships and that's ideal yeah. for perhaps people within your college, Paul, um, who are leaving and wanting to go straight into a profession. And that's for people without a degree. Uh, and you're on yeah. the job and you study alongside um, your patrol duties. It's a three-year program, uh, a starting salary of just over £24,000. That's fun. That's, that's
0: unreal, isn't it, yeah, for an 18-year-old
1: potential. It's amazing. Um, and all your university fees are paid for by the constabulary. Um, All that they ask is that you have uh, two qualifications in English and maths at grade four and at least two A-levels or equivalent uh, level three qualifications. Um, So that's really enticing for a lot of people, as you can imagine.
0: Yeah, we've actually got two students on the apprenticeship program, two former oh, students right. in Langs, which is really good. So yeah, yeah. So, and they love it; they absolutely love it. They're both of you are in now, and they love it.
1: Yeah, no, it is, it is. It's really, really good. There's so many different options now. Like I said, when I joined, you just joined through a regular route. You joined as yep. a uniform uh, constable and you worked your way either up or sideways. And when I say Talking about going into perhaps the investigations detective room. That's
0: right. But now
1: there's direct entries into detectives, you've got your apprenticeships, you've got your degree holder entry programs, you've then got all your volunteering opportunities, um transferee opportunities for police officers in different forces, um, and your special constables as well. So there's so many different ways to join the police family. um, and I guess it's trying to.
0: I love that please, family. No, that's like, what right. it
1: is. That's what. It...
0: No, I love that. It's really, it really is. I, I love that phrase.
1: Like I said at the beginning, you really respect your colleagues. You have to because they're the ones that are backing you up when you're in someone's living room and someone's uh, trying to fight. You're yeah. holding a knife. There, you. Yeah,
0: and, it's, uh, it's very true.
1: Yeah, you build really close, strong uh, relationships with people. It, it's, it's good
0: so uh, if if a student or a young person one of our one of our college students is is wanting to join the police where would they access the information then to to find out you know what current applications are open and stuff like that
1: well we've actually uh, just quite recently i believe um sorted out our own website we obviously got the lancashire constabulary website which people can go on and take a look at and there's loads of information on there about the constabulary what's important to us what a typical day in the police will look like but we've also got now uh, a website which is backslash backslash join us dot lancashire dot police dot uk backslash and if you were to uh, have a look at that website, you can sign up for job alerts. You can speak to different people in different roles. You can hear their uh, videos which they've uploaded to tell you about their journeys. Um, there's questions and answers, and there's everything you need on there. If I'm honest, yeah. um, however, I'm here and I would—I'd uh, love to help your students, Paul. And that's a sincere. Well, experience. well,
0: we, well, we know, we know, you've got a particular passion for. I do. Raising more females in the police, we we know we know there's a current gap in the market for that, and you know there's a there's a real imbalance between males and females, yeah, and there is. you know we're, we're very fortunate you're, you're willing to help us out at college with a with a potential new program to try and raise aspirations in females especially, which is a fantastic idea. It's brilliant, yeah. You know, and why why is it why does it mean so much to you?
1: Um, I just think. There are a lot more police ladies um, in the force now. Uh, You do see more females coming through, but it's still when I look around in certain departments, there's, for example, um, firearms departments. There's not many women in there. Why is that? Um, there's lots of departments where it's male dominated or perhaps some other departments that are female dominated and I just wonder why is that, I just want, particularly as a mum and having two small children, juggling being a parent, juggling the house juggling just home life and trying to work full time it can be hard and I think women have it really hard because they tend to um, be the main carers for the children or yeah. Certainly, they take on more responsibility. I know you probably want to whack me over the head that
0: No, it's it's fact, isn't it? But it's it's fact that the majority of families, you know, the mum will be the the stay-at-home mum, you know, through the early years kind of thing. And that's just that's just fact. That's not that, you know. And, and
1: that is absolutely fine. And you know, I, I, everyone has their own decisions and their own choices. But I want to show people that. You can have a hectic home life, you can have young children, but you can also have a really fulfilling uh, life in the police as well. And 100%. Because you've become a parent doesn't mean that you need to step away from your career. The, I'm really fortunate that the police is flexible and it allows me to continue pushing forward because I want to, I choose to do that. Yeah. But the options are there and I want to show people it's possible, you can do this. Uh, yeah. and just bring people along with me, <laughs> if they. Want
0: yeah, them. no, it, well, it's great, and, and the beauty of what we're trying to do here is, to, you know, hopefully have like a almost like a two year program within college where, ideally, with our first year students, you know, you'll you can come into college and we'll do a couple of sessions, two three sessions throughout the year of where we'll look to develop the skills that we think you know you need to be able to have like the confidence, communication, get getting students out of the comfort zones to make them better individually and then in the second year you know doing a bit of work around the application process doing some maybe mock interviews with them things like that that's just going to give them those little tools
1: absolutely
0: that's going to to go ahead and you know smash that interview that process absolutely. out of the park and, and and hopefully have a wonderful career like you're having yourself so so we're really fortunate that you're you're on board with us for that, and, and you know yeah. it's, it's great. It's great for us. I'm
1: genuinely really excited to get on board and to do that. It means a lot for me. Um, we want to try and be as diverse as possible within the uh, constabulary, and we're actually we've just been ranked fourth in the uh, inclusive top fifty UK employers. Uh,
0: wow, that's brilliant! Yeah,
1: we're, we're really happy with that. As you can imagine, just yeah. workplace diversity is so important to us, and we really want. To be as representative as possible um, to the community who we serve, because if we don't look like them, we don't speak like them, we don't act like them. Why are they going to trust us and come to us with their problems?
0: Exactly. No, it's it, it's a great point. And I'm sure when people start to listen to this, and you know, and we start to publicise maybe a couple of a couple of sessions, I'm sure we'll get a really good take. I know within public services ourselves, we've got. An abundance of young females with aspirations being the and that will massively benefit from you know, a couple of sessions with yourself, uh, working on those those kind of skills. So that'd be that'd be great.
1: Yeah, I could even put my pumps on and we could do some uh, <laughs> physical tests.
0: It's got to be done, isn't it? It's part of the process. So you know, oh, it's you know, true it's true
1: process. So yeah, it could get me fit. This, yeah, all yeah. good
0: wonderful Kirsty. thank you so much for joining us this evening it's been a really insightful podcast and i'm sure we'll get a really good response from this um so yeah we're, we're really really grateful no
1: worries at all just as i said uh, to teach students i'm here i'm wanting to help so if there's anything they need or want to ask me um personally on a one-to-one or in a group setting then fire away i'm all ears.
0: Wonderful. Kirsty, thank you very much, and I'm sure we will see you soon. All
1: right.
0: See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye.